the great privilege of prayer. There is nothing more productive you can do than to pray. There's nothing more powerful you can do than to pray. And the question then comes to my mind, and maybe to your mind, then why don't we pray more? Well, I'm convinced the devil has tricked us, deceived us in thinking that we don't need to pray. We really don't need God. And even though we don't think in those terms, the fact that we're not praying like we should is actually revealing the secret intents of our heart, motives of our heart, revealing to us we really don't have that relationship and fellowship with the Lord like we should. Does that speak to your heart? Well, power, the power of prayer is just unfathomable. Uh, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, who lived back in the 1800s, 1834 to 1892, only lived to be 58 years of age, is still considered today one of the greatest English preachers, pastors, Bible expositors who ever lived, preached to thousands of people, even in his 20, was a national phenomenon as God brought him to the scene. And yet he told people when they asked him, what is the power of your preaching? What lies behind the success of your ministry? And he would take them down underneath the pulpit of his great tabernacle there in London, England, and he would point to 600 people on their knees praying as he preached. He said, that's the secret to the power and the success of this ministry, people praying. My friend, I want to encourage you, be a prayer warrior. You say, well, how can I pray? What, what is a, a way I could pray? And over the years, many have used this acronym, ACTS, A-C-T-S, to help them just go through a pattern of prayer that's actually found in the Lord's Prayer, we call it, there in Matthew 6, and also we saw in Luke chapter 11. And so let me just go through these again with you. We started this last uh, yesterday, but adoration. Come into his presence with adoration. Hallowed be thy name. We gave you a few verses with that. The second, A, C, C is confession. Confession of sins. When you come into the presence of God, almost immediately you sense how unholy, how unworthy you are to pray, to come into his presence, to experience a holy God in your life. And so you confess. We always have something to confess. And if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. First 1, 9. In Matthew 6, 12, he says, O oh Lord, help me to be as ready to forgive others for the wrongs that they have done to me as I'm eager to, for you to forgive me and take away my sin. Psalm 32, 5. Oh God, I acknowledge that I'm a sinner. It is useless to try to hide my sin because nothing is hidden from your eyes. I confess my sins to you, thanking you for removing my guilt with your forgiveness. Confession, agreeing, agreeing with God about my sin. A-C-T. T stands for thanksgiving, gratitude for God's wisdom and the freedom we have in Christ Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for the freedom that I have because you have set me free from my sins, John 8, 36. 
1 Corinthians 3, 17, Oh Lord, I thank you for the spiritual freedom I enjoy because you're present in my life. Colossians 1, 13, All praise to you, O triune God, for rescuing me from the evil one. You have brought me into the kingdom of Jesus Christ, the Son, and you have bought my freedom with his precious blood. Thank you for the priceless gift of the forgiveness of my sins. And then S is supplications or intercessions. Romans 12, 12, O God in heaven, you are faithful and steady. Help me to remain faithful in all my commitments, especially in this commitment to pray, in this commitment to pray on a regular and faithful and daily basis. O God, please, I supplicate. I pray for the people around me. I pray for my family. I pray for my friends. And especially this time of the year and this season of the year, I pray for my nation. I pray for our country. Oh God, help us to pray as we ought to pray for your glory and for the good of those around us. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. God bless you. Have a great day.